0: Accident on the way to church tonight. And we're so glad that she's okay. Thankful for her. We just love you, Sister Ross, so very much. This whole church loves you, don't we? Don't we, saints of God? Amen, amen. Praise God. Over, over 15 years of being in Zanesville, uh, it's neat to see people that were young people that are now young families that love God with their whole family and uh, so many times over the years I'd hear prayer being made in the prayer room and uh, even during the middle of the week I'd peek my head in there and it'd be Brother Mark Muller and uh, when I was a youth pastor Brother Ferris assigned him as my Elisha minister and uh, we love him and Sister Santana and uh, their children we're so glad they're a part of this church and Brother Mark has an anointing on his life And we're so glad that he's a part of this church. We want him to come and preach for us tonight. Why don't we all stand and welcome him as he comes to preach the word of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. He's a a praying man and uh, he's a humble man. And also, I I, I count it a great price is that he works and and provides for his family. And uh, the Bible speaks very clear about that role. And uh, God, family, ministry, and he preached a camp I think uh, about a year ago, and a youth camp, and people were telling me about how powerful he did there. We were so proud of him, and uh, we're glad he's a part of this church. Would you welcome him as he preaches tonight? Love you, buddy. Love you.
1: Praise the Lord, everybody.
0: And I love the church,
1: and uh, I love my bishop. My father in the gospel and my hero on this earth. I love him and I love Sister Bounds and his family. They're a treasure to me. I love you all too. Kind of a joy to be a part of the family of uh, the, the anchor, the family of the body of Christ. Um, before I uh, begin here, I uh, kind of like to say that I'm going to please excuse the personal reference, I guess, uh, in, in tonight. Because I guess the only thing I know and the only thing I can articulate is from the experiences that God's allowed me to have. So, uh, But my hope tonight is to encourage somebody and maybe to enlighten somebody tonight on maybe a different perspective on how God sees you. Uh, so tonight, the title of my message is That's My Baby. That's My Baby. Uh, my scriptures tonight are going to be Isaiah 64 and 8 and Galatians 3, 26. Isaiah 64 and 8 says, But now, O Lord, thou art our Father. We are the clay and thou art potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. And Galatians 3:26 says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your word, mighty God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your people. God, I ask you, Lord, to help me tonight to deliver your word, that people would be edified, oh God, that they would be encouraged. And let your word do its work, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. You see, I, I, I thought I understood the love of God to me, or for me, as he is my father, until I had kids of my own, Pastor. Uh, and then I realized that I knew nothing at all about how the love of God is so deep. But uh, a lot of people talk about when they do have babies, they, uh, they watch for those milestones. You know, the first step or their first word or when they start walking by themselves. Or, or, or maybe what I like uh, about it is when they went from milk to actually eating baby food and, and then solid food because I love meat. You know, um, I know they do say that uh, you spend the first two or three years teaching your kids how to walk and talk and the rest of their lives telling them to sit down and shut up. <laughs> but, uh, but as parents or as a father, in my perspective, uh, I enjoyed watching for those moments. And, and you ran across those parents that kind of lost the excitement because they've already had their kids and they're not as excited about your kid. You know, when, it, when you go up somebody, you're like, Oh, yeah, yeah Liliana said her first word today. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, good job. That's awesome. But they're not really as excited about it. But there were other milestones that I noticed. Uh, one in particular was little Mark. When he was about one years old, he started climbing things. I have no idea how. But he would climb up out of his crib. He would somehow shimmy down, walk across the floor... He would climb up Titus's crib and get in the crib with him. I still have no idea how he would do it. Uh, and then he started climbing the walls. Literally climbing the walls. He would, he would get in between the door jams or he would get in, in the hallway. And he would start climbing up the walls. And uh, Santana was, uh, well, she was mortified, to be honest. She had no clue what was, gonna, what was happening. But me, this daddy here, remembered... How much I liked to climb when I was a kid, and I realized that he—he was—he was mine. Uh, there was no doubt about it. That—that—that uh, that, that, that's my kid. That's my baby. There's there's no doubt about it because I could see myself in him. So I am convinced that God is just as excited about the milestones that that we reach. He watches intently as a father that is interested, that's excited about our growth. I literally picture the Lord, he'll, he'll uh, maybe talking to Gabriel and Michael and, or, or maybe one of the other angels and say, oh my goodness, hey, come here, come here, come here. He goes, did you see that? He said, Brent just read the Bible by himself today for the first time ever. Or, or he'll be like, "Hey, hey, Michael, come here. He says, did you see Danny? He fasted breakfast today. Could you believe that? And he's all excited about it. I, I just picture God's excitement. Or maybe about the first scripture that you learn how to quote. It was He might, he might just say, he, come here, come here. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that? He just quoted John eleven thirty five. 35. Jesus wept. And he gets all excited about it, Pastor. I, I believe it. I believe he watches for those milestones because he doesn't just see us growing as a Christian. I, he doesn't just see us as... As as a group of people, but he sees us as an individual saying, as you hit those milestones in your walk with him, he's saying, I see myself in them. And he can proudly say, that's my baby. I also recall uh, as a child, uh, I was about eight years old and we lived in an apartment complex. And uh, there was a local bully. He was about 15 or 16 years old. And uh, he didn't just be mean to you with words; he was physical. <laughs> and uh, I remember going home one day, and I told my dad what was going on. And my dad did not just tell me to get over it or tell to tell me to avoid him. He didn't just brush me off. But my dad was instantly angry. You just see fire in his eyes, you know. Uh, and he left the house immediately, maybe in too much haste. Uh, we was not going to church at that time. <laughs> and uh, my dad did not go to the teenager, but he went to that boy's daddy. <laughs> and uh, in, a, in a very angry way, he uh, basically told the man that he needed to get his son under control. Needless to say, that, that uh, bully no longer messed with me or my little brother <laughs> ever again. Um, so, in correlation to that, I saw that my dad came to my defense very swiftly he came to defend me in those moments where I needed to defend. That's not the only time. I, I, I recall another time that uh, I was going to church at this point. I was a teenager, and there was a young man that uh, was at the park, and he wanted to, um, he wanted to fight me because he knew I would not hit him back. I would not defend myself, and he's jumping around me like a little jackrabbit, like going around in circles, and... I was much more overweight than what I am now. I could not spin as fast as he was jumping. But he would just jab me and jab me and keep punching me. And uh, the only thing I did was I just blocked my face. And, uh, and, my da- and I just refused to fight. And uh, Brother Ferris had preached a message about uh, not fighting a few weeks before that. So I-, I felt a little convicted. And I got home and my brother and my friends told my dad what happened. And there that fire was again. There that fire was in my dad's eyes, instantly left the house and ran, went up the road, and he walked instead of taking the car, so he cooled down some before he got there, and he had to talk with that boy's daddy, and uh, told him he'd get his boy in line. And uh, But the fire in my dad, when he would come swiftly to my defense, I believe in his heart, he was saying, "That's my kid. i got to go defend him. That's my baby." And nobody's gonna mess with them. I know people talk about the, the, the love of a mother, you know, mother bear mama bear. But I'm telling you what, daddies get angry too. And I and I saw that God will come swiftly to your defense. Luke 12, 6 and 7 says this are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore. Year of more value than many sparrows. The word numbers gives the uh, gives the connotation that that it's not just a, a random number. It's not uh, so. It's not that Tiffany has three thousand four hundred fifty-seven hairs on her head. It literally gives the connotation that that that's hair number one god is is literally numbering them that's hair number three that's hair number two hundred and fifty seven that's hair two hundred and two thousand three hundred and seventy six He is intently paying attention to you because you are the lord's consecrated you are his chosen you are his anointed it is not just talking about uh ministers and preachers when it says um, touch not mine anointed in, in uh when when in psalms one o five when when uh, it started talking about the things that God had done for the children of Israel, He called His people the Anointed Ones. It was the individuals that that He takes care of. There, there will be trials. There will be tribulations. Uh, there will be people who will abuse the fact that you're a Christian. They really will, and they will come at you. But don't fret. Don't worry, because we have a Father that comes swiftly to our defense, very quickly. And I believe that there's an anger that rises up in him when somebody begins to mess with one of his children because he starts saying, that's my baby and nobody's going to mess with him. You know what? I don't believe he's going to go and attack the, attack the people themselves. But I tell you what, the Bible says that, that Satan is, is the father to the unrighteous. I believe he's, he's going to go start uh, messing up somebody's house a little bit. He's going to go mess with the the spiritual things that are coming against you because it is spiritual. He will go take care of it so that they're not coming against you again. He is swiftly to the defense. As a parent, uh, I do not have favorites and I don't think any parents should. uh, But I love all my babies the same. But I love different things about each of them. Little Mark, besides his name, uh, being named after me. Uh, I love how smart he is. Uh, and I'm going to brag on him for a second. Uh, nine people in his entire grade, third grade uh, made it on the honor roll and he was one of them. And I'm proud of him for that. You know, uh, I love how literal everything is with him because it makes me be aware uh, just because of the way his brain works. I love uh, how I got to be careful how I word things. So, because I might be, you know, how you get a little, not sarcastic per se, but like you might say something that uh, seems sarcastic, he just doesn't get it. So, I got to be cautious. It helps me as a dad. Um, he has an amazing imagination. He, uh, he's always uh, talking about things he wants to invent. And uh, one of his 10,000 careers that he's going to do when he grows up is he wants to design video games because he loves Mario. And uh, and a hypno ring, too. So, you know, some things seem impractical, but I absolutely love just how he is, his brain. I I just love how he is. Titus is our uh, shy jokester. He's a little ham. Uh, Brother Ethan, his favorite joke is uh, your it's a tie joke where Brother Ethan is all right if I show y'all. Brother Ethan rolls up his tie like this, and he looks at the kids. And he said, which side's going to win? And he says, it's a tie. <laughs> I love that joke too, by the way. But uh, Titus is, is our little jokester. He, uh, he's always making a joke, and he's always uh, making up, uh, he loves pranks. Uh, some of them make no sense at all, but they're so ridiculous that you laugh anyway. <laughs> you know, uh, he loves to read. Uh, he's in the second grade, and he has nearly a fourth grade reading level. You know, uh, I'm very proud of that. But I, I just love it. Liliana. Oh, man. She's my belle. I call her my little beauty. Uh, but she scares me, to be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, she, she has my inquisitive mind. She has her mother's wit. And uh, she has a better memory than both of us <laughs> put together. Uh, she loves to read, to sing, to dance. She's our helper around the house. And uh, one of her nicknames is Mother Bean because she acts like she's the boss a lot. And the boys call her Princess Sassy Frass (laughs) because she's sassy. But, and, and my goal as a father in all this is to learn their strengths and weaknesses. To help them to not just live, but to thrive. You know, I think that should be every parent's goal. To, to, to teach your kids not just to live, but to thrive in life. Not to hold them back, but to push them to greater things. Uh, all three of them have their moments that absolutely drive me qu- uh, crazy and make me question my sanity. You know, at moments. But I can proudly say about each and every one of them, that's my baby. You know, uh, Acts 10.34 says, Then Peter opened his mouth and said of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. Jeremiah 29:11 For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. See God's aware of your personality, your gifts and your talents. Ephesians 2:10 says for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them and psalms 139, 14 says i will praise thee for i am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well god is an intentional god you see you got to realize you were not you were not an accident but you were literally created on purpose for a purpose uh, there they say there's set between 7 and 8 billion people on this planet, Pastor. And there is absolutely no way, no way that you could be an accident. Every individual, do you know you have, everybody knows you have your own thumbprint. Do you know you have your own tongue print? Yeah, you have your own tongue print. I know that's crazy. I just like weird facts like that. Uh, but, but God is Intentional. You were created. you got to realize that you're beautiful. You are, you are precious in the eyes of God. And you got to remember uh, that when he looks at you, he is proudly saying, that's my baby. I believe that. I, I truly do want you all to understand that, that God loves us so much. It's not a cliché. To say that Jesus loves me. Pastor I absolutely loved it the other day. When you started singing Jesus loves me. Because that's how God truly feels. And my goal tonight. And I believe God's goal tonight. Is to let you understand how he sees you. Not just as a crowd. Not just as a group of people. That have gathered here together. But as individuals that God sees us. And he loves us individually. Individually. And he's intentional about you. And he loves you so very much. And he is proud to say that you're his baby. Can everybody say that for me. I'm his baby? I'm his baby. Believe it. Mean it. Know it. I'm about to close. I wasn't planning on being long-winded tonight if, if the music would come. If you would stand with me. Uh, pastor, I believe that there's a lot of people that... Don't feel valued in the eyes of God at all. Uh, there's there's a verse uh, that talks about. Uh, it says, uh, and it's not in my notes, but uh, God does not give a spirit of fear. But I believe of love, power, and a sound mind. The word, the word uh, fear, does not mean to be afraid. It means to be intimidated. And a lot of time, and it's not even talking about when he was speaking. When Paul was speaking to Timothy, he was not talking about uh, Satan attacking him. He was talking about his own mentality, his own mindset. He was telling him to stir it up because God does not give a spirit of intimidation. You see, Timothy was dealing with himself and his own value. He was intimidating himself because he had such a lack of self-esteem. I believe that. And tonight, God wishes... And God wants for you to understand that you are valued, that you are precious, and that you are his and only his, and that he is proud of you. You Don't, don't compare yourselves when you're going, uh, whether it's somebody that's been in church five minutes before you or 50 years before you. You cannot compare yourselves to them because God measures that growth in a different manner. You can't compare yourself to, in that way. You know, the word, there's a verse that talks about uh, uh, being perfect. The word perfect in scripture does not mean without fault. It means, uh, the word perfect uh, actually means completeness or, or we would say mature. Uh, there's a saying that, that's been on my heart this year. It is, I am perfect working on perfection. I'm mature as I ever have been and I'm working on greater maturity in him. Perfect working on perfection. Don't devalue yourself. See yourself in his eyes as his child, as his baby, that, that he pays attention to you, that he loves you, that he cares about your growth. He does not condemn, but he convicts to keep growing, to know that God is your defense swiftly in this crazy world and that he has the hairs on your head numbered. And in the eyes of God, you are precious. You're known by him that he created you on purpose for a purpose. If we would all lift our hands, you're more than welcome to come to the altar. But I believe that God wants to do something tonight. He wants to minister to the hearts and spirits of his people, his children, to let them understand that you are valued, that you are loved, that you are his, and you have a purpose. Lord, in the name of Jesus, mighty God, I thank you for your children, for your babies, oh God. God, I ask you, Lord, that you would touch each and every individual in this place as you desire. God, that you would draw them closer to you, God. Lord, that there would be a healing of the heart, a healing of the mind that where, where they don't feel valued, God, or where they feel like they're less than others, God. Lord, that there's no comparison among each other, God, but you value each and every one of them the same as your children, oh God, that you were intentional about them, God. God, I ask you to let there be a peace of mind, a peace of heart, mighty God, by your love, by your power, In Jesus' name, mighty God, I worship you. I thank you, Jesus, mighty God. Lord, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. If you would all come to the front and pray, I believe that that God is going to touch somebody tonight. I believe that God truly does want to heal somebody's heart and mind tonight. And And I don't think we should hinder that. Lord, in Jesus' name, hallelujah.